Inlingua podcast live from Dessau is broadcast from Middle Deutschland and features all things languages. The show is hosted by our teachers, presenting students and guests from all walks of language learning experiences. today in the studio is Tobias. I think we've known each other for three years. Tobias, according to him, <laughs> is an everyday regular dude, and according to me, with very impressive English language skills. And I have no idea as to how this happened. Together, let's find out why. <laughs> Tobias, welcome to the Inlingua podcast live from Dessau. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming in. So, Tobias, before we start talking about how you developed your language skills at such a high proficiency, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, my background is uh, I went to school for 10 years, uh, started an education, and now I'm a chemical worker. I first met Tobias when uh, I started teaching English courses in his company. And I remember the first day that I met Tobias, I was thinking, okay, man, like you don't really need English language lessons. But I was very thankful because I had such a communicative person to talk to in the classroom. Um, I'm not quite sure if Tobias has improved his language skills since I've been his teacher, but uh, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's jump right into it. Why is it that you speak English so well? Like, what, where did it come from? Because lots of, lots of people your age, and you're a young person, I haven't come across that many young people in this particular area with such impressive language skills? Seriously. Well, first of all, I don't think my English skills are not that impressive. I mean, I know people my age who can speak a lot more fluent. Okay, I don't know those people. But, uh, yeah, and uh, second, uh, you said, like, uh, you don't know why I attend English classes uh, as to why would I, uh, I don't need them. Uh, it's like, uh, sure, I speak relatively good English, mm -hmm. but um, I want to keep it that way. Okay. I mean, sure, I could like uh, lean back and have it, but uh, if I don't constantly use it, I think I lose it sometimes. Yeah. Okay, you might lose it. Yeah, if you don't use it, yeah, you lose it. So Correctly. let's go back to your high school days, right? Because this is when English is first introduced. How old were you when you started taking English courses? Um, so uh, my English uh, courses started at the fifth grade. Okay. And I uh, wasn't really a good student at all. How was, so? <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, just another class. You know, you uh, in school you learn stuff you never use. Or so I thought at the time. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, biology, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell and stuff like that. Okay. Stuff you never use in your life. Right. 
So you just go there, try to good, uh, get good grades, mm -hmm. and that's it. And at the time, I didn't really have a use for English. Right. That was uh, far, far later. Okay. When I got into gaming, when I got into uh, the internet, just, okay. yeah, I so met people online, stuff like that. Okay, well, let's let's get to that like a little bit later. Okay. So there's some kind of foundation that was built when you were taking English lessons. Yep. Did you have a really good teacher in your school? I would say yes. Okay. Uh, my teacher was pretty good at English. Well, at least for my experience. Okay. I mean, anyone was probably better at English at the time than me. But, yeah. But as I said, it wasn't really that interesting to me. Okay. I don't know. Uh, in America, you get grades from A to E or D, A something like F. that. A yeah. to F. There's no yeah. E. You yeah. skip E, go to A, B, C, D, or you fail. Ah, okay. So like, you got like five grades. We have like six, but we're graded in numbers. Okay. Now, remember, I was pretty much a four. That's like a A, B, C, D. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. Okay. I mean, I didn't fail, but uh, I wasn't really that good at English in okay. school. Okay. Yeah, I just did the bare minimum okay. to get by. Okay. Is this in all your classes or just in English classes? I don't want to answer that question, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a time, I think like from seventh to eighth or ninth grade, that uh -huh. was pretty much all my classes. Okay. But uh, sometimes, I don't know. I mean, you're young, you don't really see the bigger picture. You don't uh, think about the future. Right. Uh, I remember being like in ninth class and my parents told me, well, you got to find a job and with bad grades, no, not going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I uh, started to put a little effort in my classes and my studies and yeah, straight B student. <laughs> no, I, I knew students like you in high school. I wasn't the greatest student in high school either, but there were lots of other kids in my, there was one particular kid I remember. Everyone knew he was smart, but he just never tried in, in classes, right? And I remember when it came time to take the SATs, that's the university entrance mm -hmm. exam that we have to take to go to university. I would never have expected this, this guy to go to university, right? But when he took the SATs, he scored some astronomically high score on the SATs. And he was a horrible student in high school. <laughs> so again, like, it just wasn't that interesting for him. Right. Yep. Maybe he, he had a different avenue for creativity and, and, and challenge. And he was bored in school. Can totally relate to that. But I wonder where that guy is today. I'm sure he's doing something that is, you know, probably pretty impressive. I don't know. But um, shout out to Noel, if, you're if you ever listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, OK, so when did you finish high school in 10th grade? Uh, 10th grade, yeah. Okay. That's like uh, in Germany, it's Realschule. Mm -hmm. After that, you got a uh, gymnasium, but I never go, got to gymnasium. Okay. Didn't want to. Is it because you didn't want to? Yeah, I didn't want to. Okay. I uh, started my education for uh, my career. Okay. So that's what I, uh, that's another interesting aspect that I quite don't really understand. So you finished 
10th grade, some of your classmates are going to continue for two more years? Yep. Is it based on, what is that based on? What drives a student to stay in school? Well, basically with a better education, or yeah, you get a better job okay. in theory. In theory. Yeah. But I knew I wanted to be a chemical worker. Okay. I don't know, since was a kid. I mean, my dad is a chemical worker, my granddad is a chemical worker, mm -hmm. and I knew you can uh, make a lot of money <laughs> in that type, especially in my area. Okay. I mean, Bitterfeld's pretty much all chemical work. Right. And yeah, I knew I don't need a gymnasium. Uh-huh. So yeah, I thought, why wait? So maybe that's what you were thinking. Like you just said, I've always wanted to be a chemical worker like my father, like my grandfather. So you kind of knew, you had an idea of your path. Pretty right? much, yeah. So if I had seen you when you were like 12 years old or 13 years old, and I said, oh, Tobias, what do you want to be when you grow up? You would probably say, chemical worker. Okay. Yep. So then you always knew what you wanted. All right, so tell us what happens after you finish the 10th grade. Do your friends, do some of your friends go on to gymnasium? Mm, some of them, yeah. Okay. But uh, there's not uh, something different. It's like a gymnasium and there is uh, some other stuff. What is it called? That's the good question. Uh, Berufsschule. <laughs> okay, Berufsschule? Yeah, it's like a... Like working yeah, school? something like that. It's oh, like uh, also two years, but... Uh, bit more uh, specialized in some directions. Okay, so this is like a, a, a technical area? Yeah. Okay, so is this the apprenticeship program educational path? Because mm, one, one, you go to gymnasium. I mean, it's like uh, if you have a, uh, if you go to gymnasium, you can pretty much do every job. So okay. if you go like to uh, the Berufsschule, mm -hmm. Yeah, you go uh, like uh, in a more technical direction. Okay. I mean, it uh, limits you uh -huh. some sort of uh, in your path, but it's like for people who don't know exactly what they want to do. Right. But they know, well, like that direction. Okay. So Something like that. Okay, so if, if I chose, okay, a student chooses to go to gymnasium, right? Mm -hmm. And they finish their diploma and everything, but they decide that they want to go to the Berufsschule, they can do that if they yep. want to, okay. Or they go to university, or they get a job somewhere else. Okay. So, okay, in 10th grade, you're 16 years old? Yep. Okay. What's the next step? Where do you go after that? Where well, do you start your training? Well, for me, I started at a bio. Okay. Uh, I wanted... Uh, to become, I don't exactly wanted to become a chemical worker. I wanted to like work in a lab. Mm -hmm. That was uh, more the idea. Okay. But uh, for that, you need a better education. I mean, uh, going to the gymnasium is probably uh, better for that job. Okay. But uh, then I thought uh, lab workers uh, don't really go into shifts. And I mean, shift work is, that's where the money is. Okay. So I uh, pretty much thought, yeah, well, don't mind. <laughs> I may, uh, go into shifts, I work the extra hours. Okay, so... Get a bit more money. So that's the thing. If you work on the weekends, 
you get more money. Yeah. If you work on the weekends, holidays, you get more money. If you work on a, okay, a weekend third shift, is that more money than a weekend second shift? Mm, depends on the day on the weekend that means uh, Saturdays you don't really earn extra but okay. Sundays that's whole new level okay so but I don't think it makes any difference uh, if you go to the uh, first shift or a uh, night shift okay do you remember what we call the third shift in English the third yeah night shift or late shift or where do they bury people grave shift graveyard shift really my uncle <laughs> worked graveyard shift his entire like career where does that come from graveyards are dark at night <laughs> silent dead graveyard shift i don't know where that comes from sounds a bit morbid don't you think well you know a, a graveyard shift it's you're pretty much okay is there a there's not really like a lot of people around team leader is not there right well all team leaders are there okay but uh, like uh, the bigger chefs the big bosses they're not there Okay, so if there is some kind of emergency during the graveyard shift, somebody has to come in. Yep. Okay, like another, a, a, a higher manager than the team leader. Mm, probably. Okay. So where does your technical training take place? Like, is it in Bitterfeld? It's in, is it with Bayer? Uh Part of it was uh, with bio. Uh-huh. Part of it was uh, in a special trainee lab. Okay. Um, I think we had uh, had like an hmm, an extra facility uh, where you uh, work like with small sized uh, facilities, mm-hmm. something like that. Well, I know Bayer. The they're making aspirin, right? They're manufacturing aspirin, and I think they're also making like. Um, what is the commercial plop, plop, fizz, fizz? Oh, what a relief it is. I've no idea. It's the thing that you put into the glass of water that dissolves. It's like liquid aspirin. Yeah, it's pretty Al- much aspirin. Alka-Seltzer. Alka-Seltzer, yeah. Ah. Alka-Seltzer, okay. So are you in that kind of a laboratory environment where there's a machine and something is like medicine or chemicals are being mixed in a machine and you're doing like quality control checklists, stuff like that? Or what does that mean? Well, as a trainee, mm-hmm. you mainly clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Which pretty is, much... Uh, sterilization is super important. It is. Absolutely, it is. Okay. But, uh, well, you uh, as a trainee, you always start off small. Mm-hmm. You get like uh, basic tasks, like clean that, uh, bring that from A to B. Mm-hmm. And uh, they slowly introduce you in the manufacturing process. Okay. So you're on the buyer property. Yeah. Okay. And I was... Uh, with a lab coat? <laughs> with a lab coat, yeah. And a notepad? No, no, no. Okay. A clipboard. <laughs> a clipboard. Nah, I could, I <laughs> see, I couldn't think of that word, and you brought it out. Clipboard. Of course, man. Yeah. <sighs> and like like a hairnet and everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buyer's pretty... Strict. Okay. What? I hope so. People About are putting hygiene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you make a little money during this time, right? Are you living at home with mom and dad? On that time, yeah. Are mom and dad happy that Tobias is working, like starting a career? Sure. Okay, that's cool. I mean, which parents wouldn't be proud of uh, their kid? Yeah, it's earn like some money, right? It's like a part-time job, right? Basically. Basically. I mean, you're working full time. 
Yep. Four hundred and fifty euros. I don't know how much you're making. How much are you making a month at this time as an apprentice? As an apprentice. So like I made around four hundred in the first year and. I think 600 to 700 in the last year. Okay. Today they earn a lot more. Did your so parents, okay, since you were making a little bit of money, did your parents ask you to uh, contribute to yeah. the household expenses? I did, yeah. Okay. I mean, uh, he's a good son. Sure. Are you the only son? No. Okay. I have an older brother. Okay. Who was, I don't know, at the time he uh, also was an apprentice. Okay. But I don't know where. He made like a little detour in his career path. Mm -hmm. Now he works uh, also in in chemical facility. Okay. But uh, he started uh, with something else. I think at the time he was a cook and sometime he was uh, wanted to make paint jobs. Okay. Do painting? That's a good profession. Yeah. He wanted really to do that, but uh, he couldn't because he has a sickness with his skin and he doesn't okay. really could keep doing yeah. that. Okay, that makes sense. Ooh, chef or painting? What cook? If I had if I had it to do over again, I would either become a a chef, a cook, or open a bike repair shop mm. service. Those are my two like other dreams. That who knows? Well, bike repair stuff sounds like fun. Yeah, I dude. If I if if I was born in Germany, my dream apprenticeship would be working at Canyon. Mm. Because I love, I you know I, I like this company a lot. I have a Canyon mountain bike. Shout out to Canyon. <laughs> Would probably be the better choice. I mean, as a chef, you don't really earn that much in Germany. Yeah, I don't know why. Everyone likes to eat. Dude, Nobody likes to pay the chef. <laughs> because it's you know where can you get a good meal around Bitterfeld or Dessau, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, so. When you're walking around in your lab coat and your clipboard and you're learning like the practical aspects of the job, are you also in a classroom? Are there, is there any teaching hours going on? Are you a student again? Yeah. Um, what's it called? Dual education? Dual education. Yeah. That's right. So I was also in a classroom. I was, uh, went to uh, the Berufsschule. Uh-huh. Like, oh, working classes. You have also, like, uh, math, German, English, okay. physics, chemistry, biology. Okay, sounds like another... Same courses like school, okay. uh, basically. So would that... Do you think that those courses are sort of substituting 11th grade education and 12th grade education? Well, to a certain degree, yeah, sure. Because in 10th grade, when I was in 10th grade... I think I took biology. I think chemistry was 11th hmm. and physics was 12th, if I remember correctly. So if I left in the 10th grade, I, I wouldn't have a chemistry course. But maybe in Germany it's different. Well, if you like uh, in the open, uh, like a gymnasium or something like that, you can choose different uh, classes that you don't want to take. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, for me, it was different. Uh, it's like they choose for me because they knew I wanted to be a chemical worker, so I don't have the option to say, well, I don't want to make uh, anything with chemics. <laughs> okay, with chemistry. Yeah. Okay. So With chemistry. Did you enjoy that dual educational program? 
Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, uh, school was pretty tedious. <laughs> okay. Uh, never liked school. As you remembered from the... <laughs> yeah. Pretty much the same as always. <laughs> but you're probably a little bit more focused now because now you're working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's also a different kind of uh, motivation, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, school, as I said, uh, the first years straight, what was it? Was it D student? Yeah, a D student. Uh, never really understood why do I need to do this. Yeah, but like you but, said. But uh, then you go there and you know, well, if I make this, right? If I get like good grades and stuff, I get a job. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot more motivation. Yeah, I mean, and, and you said like your parents said, okay, like Tobias, like you know, work is going to start soon, and in ninth grade, you kind of <laughs> kicked it around, and like you're making twos. Yep. Yeah, without probably putting that much effort into it. I still think you're like a secret genius. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm -hmm. So your apprenticeship program lasts three years. Three and a half, yeah. Three and a half years. And then normally after the three and a half years, you are invited to work at that particular place. In theory. In theory. In my case, we had like a now class, I think almost 20 students. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lie, I don't know uh, the exact number, but mm -hmm. uh, it was a big class, mm -hmm. pretty much. And uh, they had like uh, two or three open slot, uh, slots. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I wasn't one of the fortunate ones to get a job there. Oh, this seems kind of strange, right? Only two open slots yep. for 20 apprentices? Okay, so then, when you found that out, how did you feel? Well, <laughs> a bit lost, I mm -hmm. guess. So I mean, uh, now you are nineteen or twenty at that at that point. At that point, I think I was uh, eighteen. Okay, I was uh, almost all my life uh, the youngest in the class. Okay, so you were like one year younger than everybody yeah. else. Okay. Uh, also, uh, normal, uh, normally you get. Uh, in school when you're like six and I was like in school when I was five. Okay, there's another sign of genius. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just uh, my birthday is uh, <laughs> somewhere between the uh, rages. Uh, so either I go uh, a year later or a year sooner. So, so it has something said. to do with my exact birthday yeah. that I got uh, in school when I was five. Okay. Or else I should have, uh, would have waited a year. Yeah, so it's it's good that your parents decided to put you in earlier. Yep. Because then, like, I don't know, if you were in American high school, those kids would have, they would have made fun of you, man. Like, <laughs> dude, what happened to you? You're like, why are you one year older than us? Did you fail something? Like, who are you? Who, dude, go to the next class. Kids in the States, man. <laughs> kids everywhere. So. Kids are cruel. Kids are cruel. Yep. And especially today with, you know, social media. <laughs> I'm glad I did not grow up with social media. Probably for the better. Yeah. All right. So you find out you're not selected for one of those two precious spots. <laughs> what happens next? Well, searched elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, as I said, uh, Bitterfeld, so many uh, facilities, okay, so, so many opportunities. Okay. Uh, if you have a degree in like chemical work if you can call it like that yeah it's chemical work so okay this is my next question 
when you finish that apprenticeship program, you still have some sort of certification that you have oh. completed it. So that's what you can take to any of the other companies and say, look, I've already done the apprenticeship program. Yeah. And, and that's what you not did. like any apprenticeship program. It's mean like a uh, BIOS, a big name. Right. That uh, was pretty good for me, I think. Okay, it's more prestigious. Yeah. And okay. So you're done with the apprenticeship program. Mm -hmm. And who tells you to go? Do you have to interview for the next job? Yeah, sure. So who sent to... you in that direction? Was it like your father, your mother, your friends, or you? Uh, basically, as well, uh, it was a internet search. Okay. I mean, just uh, you just look up uh, possible job offers, mm -hmm. and you you know you um, go for it. Okay. Pretty much that, but uh, it wasn't that time when I uh, got there where I am today. Uh -huh. It was like, uh, took a little bit of a detour. I mean, I worked uh, a year in Bolfen, mm -hmm. then in Leipzig, okay, <laughs> then in Leuna, <laughs> then in Dessau. Then I came to the uh, firm I'm um, now. Okay. Where did you work in Dessau? Uh, Dessau Rottleben, uh, DHW Deutsche Wasserwerke. What do they do? Is it another chemical company? They have. Wait a minute. What what's it called? DHW Deutsche Hydrierwerke. So, like that. Uh, it's like another chemical firm. Yeah. Okay. During your apprenticeship experience, was English a part of that experience at all? Like when you were training? Well, in class we had English classes. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't really. Uh, let's say that necessary for the job okay it was like a little extra okay so in the current job that you have is english important not that much no okay do you use english at all at work well if a colleague asks me to translate something mm -hmm. then yeah but uh, it's uh not always work work related okay so it's like, how do I put it? Um, you don't need necessarily English in my work field. Okay. It's just that I uh, don't know. I like it. Okay. <laughs> That's so, pretty much it. Yeah. So let's shift. Let's shift the conversation back to like your language, English language landscape, right? How do you speak so well? <laughs> because you've told us that your high school days, yeah, you didn't try that much. Yeah. But you're born in the time of the internet. Well, I grew in the time of the internet. You yeah. grew up in the time of the internet, yeah. That's true. I mean, when I uh, first was interested in English. There wasn't like Netflix or stuff like that. That mm -hmm. all, uh, all came later. Okay. But I don't know the exact date. I think it was somewhere around when I finished school. Uh-huh. Uh, when I, don't know, I got more into online games. Okay. I, yeah, I met people online. Um, I remember a time when I uh, played a game with a friend mm -hmm. who 
speaks really good English. Okay. Way better than me. Okay. And uh, we played this uh, online game, and there was like uh, um, item trading, stuff like that. Okay. Now I always uh, read the uh, word cheap, and I didn't know what is cheap. <laughs> it just baffled me, and uh, I wanted to understand what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so I asked my friend, hey, what does cheap mean? He says, well, uh, it's preisgünstig okay. or billig. Okay. I said, oh, okay. Then I uh, came across the next word. I didn't understand. Uh, what's that? <laughs> and so, uh, like, step by step, I kind of learned different words. I just wanted to understand what they're talking about. Okay. So it's a good, it's, it's kind of like a good way to build your vocabulary. Yeah. Okay. So when you got into online games, what kind of games did you get into? Is it like the the gun games or like you just said like trading items game? That's like building cities and stuff like that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about games. Some fantasy role play stuff like that. I only play Angry Birds. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to my uh, clan of Angry Birds. We're the frosty, the frosty eagles. Do you get money for all the shout outs? Though? No. <laughs> But I see people shouting out on Joe Rogan all the time, so I'm <laughs> shouting out to my Angry Birds clan member community, who I don't know any of them, so it's good. <laughs> shout outs. <laughs> Maybe shout outs will become more popular because, like, we're, sh uh, we're you know, we're sh I'm shouting out right now. Okay, so you get into gaming. What kind of, what kind of a console? Uh, PC at okay. the time. Okay, just on your desktop computer. Yep. Okay, you download the game from the internet? I did. Okay. And when you say online games, are you playing with friends that are physically in the same room, or you, you're connecting from the network um, into the same Online games game? you play uh, most of the time uh, online. Okay. So, uh, so anybody can join? Yeah. Okay. Anybody can join. Multiplayer games? Multiplayer. Do you always know who you're playing with or against? No. You know their, what is that called? Their game name? Uh, their gamer tag, yeah. Their gamer tag. Well, they have uh, their chosen nickname, sure. But uh, at the time, I my, didn't my really like to play alone okay. with uh, total strangers, so I played most of the time with uh, friends. Okay. I knew. What was your game tag name? Oh. I'm Falcon Smacks. <laughs> I think at the time, the game was called Tales of Pirates. Okay. Shout out to Tales of Pirates. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know if the game still exists. But I know uh, I played a lot with my friend, mm -hmm. my best friend. And yeah, I wasn't really confident to play alone. Okay. Because I couldn't understand anybody. So you could. There were ge German players, of course, but it was like an uh, international game server. Okay. So uh, most so of them spoke English. You have a headset? I have a headset. Uh, at the How time, I think the uh, the uh, the thing was called Teamspeak. Okay. So, how many people are you hearing in your headset at one particular time? How many people are playing this game together? Uh, that depends how much are in the channel. Okay. So, normal on a normal game, how many people would? On a be normal game, I was uh, with my friend. Mm -hmm. So we too, and uh, some people joined, some people left. Okay. But you had English speaking people joining your games yeah okay so was the language setting of the computer game was it in english or in german i think it was in english okay so that helps you right with these menu commands and you know 
just these little vocabularies, like you know, functions. Yeah, it's it's the little stuff, you okay. know, just like a start game, load game, okay. stuff like that. Okay, but again, like good for vocabulary, and maybe some like phrasal verbs. What about when you did the little like game players? Did they talk? Like, oh, I'm dead, or you know, something like this. Like, I don't know, like, like the shoot 'em up games. I'm just trying to think how, if you could pick up any like other phrases or sentences or, yeah, phrases like phrases in English to use in your everyday language. I mean, sure, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's uh, some stuff you can pick up, mm -hmm. but uh, I think uh, by online games you uh, don't really talk that much. Okay. It's more like uh, just it the bare minimum. Is the it necess uh, necessary uh, stuff to say what you need to say, like a uh, rush B okay. or uh, shoot, cover, <laughs> okay. grenade, stuff like that. So imperatives. Yeah. Okay. Do you use a lot of profanity when you play online games in oh, English? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you know all the swear words in English? Most of them. Most of them, yeah. Right, that's cool. I think my swearing is probably uh, the best stuff. <laughs> I don't know if I can uh, talk about anything else than swear words as good. Okay. So how many years? Uh, you're still gaming, right? Not as much. That's uh, one point uh, because I took English classes. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, I don't know, the last years or especially when you become old, you don't have many, uh, much time. Okay. More so, responsibilities. Yeah. I mean, uh, when I was younger, when I was uh, still in school, it's like you come home, you sit on your uh, desk, uh, desktop computer, mm -hmm. and you game some time at the evening. Your mom calls, dinner's ready, yeah. <laughs> you eat, you go back to your computer, you game, and then you go to sleep. So what's, how many, what's the longest amount of time that you've gamed at one particular time? Like how many hours? Ah... <laughs> uh, all weekend? <laughs> think something like 70 hours. 70 hours straight? Not yeah. straight, but yeah. 70 Pretty hours much straight. 70 hours straight. Oh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of English. <laughs> no, I mean, the question I want to ask, of course, is do you think that, you know, your experience in gaming has helped you improve your language proficiency skills? I guess, yeah. It's just uh, when you uh, hear it on a regular basis. Uh -huh. If you uh, speak on a regular basis, stuff like that. I think uh, sometime my English was probably better mm -hmm. at that time around when I had more online contacts. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, you grow older. You don't have as much time to uh, game anymore. And it uh, get lost on the way. Okay. Did at you least ever, a little bit. Okay. Did you ever, like gaming now, you can make a profession out of gaming did you ever participate in any like regional like competitions for no, gamers no, is that no. a, do the you games for me are just uh, fun okay uh, I don't like to play competitive or professional okay but you know about this like, yeah, yeah I know yeah, about yeah, this yeah. I also know that they make a lot of money okay at least if you're really good at it okay yeah they have international which I'm not they have international competitions right yeah I mean it's just like like st like YouTubers like that have a YouTube channel yeah. that have enough revenue from a YouTube channel to to live comfortably. 
what's it called now? Esports. Okay. There are whole esports uh, events. Okay. What is that? Explain that to me. I don't know what that is. That is like a big tournaments. It's like a football league, but for a video game. Okay. So uh, it's like regular season, Super Bowl. Like yeah. And they all have uh, different teams. And they uh, train together and they okay. become really good and th then they try to get a uh, champion. Okay. And can you financially benefit from that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm out of the game, dude. <laughs> I'm way out of the game. Yeah, but it's mostly competitive games and I don't like. I don't really like to play competitive. Okay. I don't know. It's just for me, uh, like, when you get from work, you know pop on the PlayStation mm -hmm. and have a little fun. So besides besides gaming, how else do you use English in your everyday life or in just in your life experiences? Well, at some point I uh, changed like the language settings and all my tech at home. Excellent. I've, you know what? I've asked so many students to do that, and that's, it's like asking them to jump off a building, you know? <laughs> but you, okay, you made that decision. That's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. Sometimes when you uh, work on the computer and have questions about some technical stuff, and I'm not that good with technic, mm -hmm. but I'm good at Googling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's just uh, when you uh, Google something in English, uh, you get more answers. Okay, so there's more available content. Yep. Okay. More uh, good information, let's okay. say that. You know, I've noticed that as well. Like, I have a, a, a translator, like, tool attached to my Safari, you know? So when I open up a website that's in German, I always <laughs> translate it and... If it's, I don't know if that works or not, but like. But you know, if you want to learn German, you probably should let it stay German. Yeah, I need <laughs> to find. See, I wish I was like you. I wish I could. I'm not a genius. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not a genius. Yeah, but even like your intonation, uh, the way your pronunciation, your intonation, it sounds more native. Less robotic. You mean like the uh, the English uh, in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do the German accent. Yeah, but, okay, more natural. I should say it sounds like your English is more based on it's a more natural speech. Mm. Uh, you don't sound it really to me. It doesn't sound like this is. Uh, yeah, it might not be native, but your your skills are good. Hmm. Yeah. Well, probably because of the next point, uh, like I use English, uh, I like to uh, watch movies. Okay. Uh, with uh, the original voices. Okay. Stuff like that. So you That's have a Netflix account now? Yeah, I watch pretty much everything in English. <laughs> okay, that's a huge difference. Yeah. So how many, how many platforms do you have membership to? Like, are you also subscribing to Amazon Prime? Uh, yes, mm -hmm. and Disney Plus. Okay. How do you like Disney Plus? 
pretty cool, huh? It's pretty cool, yeah, but uh, not that much op uh, much options. Are you a Marvel person? Yeah. Okay. Are you an animation person? Yeah. But I don't know. Disney Plus uh, started off with uh, pretty much stuff you already knew. Okay. So uh, kind of wait for new stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Marvel has two series uh, out now. Okay. So yeah, that's good. Uh -huh. but, uh, let's wait and see. <laughs> I think. Okay. So okay. So now we go to another media outlet. Like so. Yeah, Netflix or you know things on YouTube or you know the other channels that you're subscribing to. I think that makes a huge difference. Mm. How do you think it helps you? Does it? Maybe that's what. Maybe that's why your speech sounds so natural. Do you? Because you're hearing it in if if you're watching yeah, sure. like okay. Do you sometimes try to mimic the accents? Maybe uh, maybe subconsciously, uh, not just subconsciously all the time actually, but uh, not so just uh, the English language. Uh, I'm fascinated by accents. Okay. I watched uh, what's it called Peaky Blinders mm -hmm. series on Netflix, and they have like uh, the the really cool Scottish accent. Right. Or, I think Scottish or Irish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And uh, I don't know. Irish. I just found it fascinating. Yeah. I don't know stuff like. Uh, my water becomes me water uh -huh. <laughs> or, or British English uh, the same like uh, they don't say water they say water uh -huh. <laughs> stuff like that okay. I don't know found it funny so maybe that's what it is I mean if because that's the thing when I when I lived in Kyrgyzstan and I like I like the Russian language uh -huh. and I like to speak the Russian language but I like to speak it in a Russian accent because I think it sounds it makes me sound more impressive I mean, I can't speak Russian that well, but the words that I do know, I think I'm, I pronounce them, I'm trying to pronounce them like a Russian would. Mm. Okay, so that's, okay, so, yeah. That's another interesting, fun fact oh. about your language learning experience, like mimicking, like, the languages, yeah. So how often are you watching English content? How many times per week? Every, every day. Every day. Just like me. Okay, do same like as uh, like uh, if you watch uh, some YouTube content. Mm -hmm. I couldn't name one German YouTuber. <laughs> okay. I just watch English YouTube or English-speaking YouTubers. Okay. I don't know why, but uh, I think the content's just better. <laughs> okay, so it's just a choice of content. Yeah. You think it's you think it's better. Same with uh, let's say comedians. Mm -hmm. I think there are some good comedians in Germany, mm -hmm. but like my all-time favorite comedians are all uh, English-speaking comedians. For example, uh, Bill Burr, okay, uh, Daniel Sloss, Bo uh -huh. Burnham, uh, Jim Jeffries. They have so much better uh, comedy shows. Okay, and humor is really difficult to understand across cultures sometimes linguistically, and you're and watching sometimes. I mean, yeah. dude, like Bill Burr, I saw, I went to see him in Prague. Ooh, nice. Like two, three, like two or three years ago. So we have the same comedic interests as well. And Bill Burr is, dude, he's funny. It's hilarious, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Do you like Dave Chappelle? Mm, I just watched one show, but yeah, he's good. But not uh, my favorite. Okay, it's not your favorite, but he's good. He's got like four specials on Netflix. Yeah. 
Didn't he ju uh, just like disappear someday and uh, wanted to quit? Well, he that was like a long time ago. He was, yeah, that's a whole yeah. other story. He was just like, well, I uh, made enough money, bye. <laughs> well, he was kind of pushed off the network due to regulations. But yeah, dude, he, yeah, he did disappear for like 10 years. But dude, if you watch his earlier shows, the, the Chappelle show that mm -hmm. was on Comedy Central, like, you know, 20 years ago, he has two seasons. They're Black Bush. Oh, man. <laughs> Black Bush, one of my favorites. I remember this one uh, bit where he was like uh, in the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. <laughs> but blind. Right. So he didn't know he was black. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. See, that kind that of was stuff, funny. Dude. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, man. <laughs> oh, was <laughs> what was it? Uh, what do the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> Slap! <laughs> stuff like that. You yeah. know, if he ever comes to Europe, I think we got to go see that one. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what about music? Is music also like who your top who are your top bands? Like English speaking bands, I guess I should say. Yeah, I don't listen to much German music. Okay, um, but I don't know. It's uh, music was not that big of an impact on my English learning experience. Okay. I guess. I mean, I like rock music. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care if it's punk rock or heavy metal. As long as it's loud, right. <laughs> I guess. Right. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed this music uh, when I didn't understand the word. Okay. But uh, when I understood some words, it became more enjoyable. Okay. It's like, um, I don't know, uh, like music uh, should like show emotions. For example? For example. And just uh, when you uh, hear a song the melody is uh, it's like a sad melody and you feel like oh yeah that's a sad song okay. then you ho hear the words uh, to that song and you think like wow that's a really sad song okay so yeah can you give us an example of an artist that you like of an artist that i like uh, jimmy eat world for example and i don't know who jimmy eat world is oh they make so good music really yeah pretty romantic okay i will have to check out Jimmy Eat World. And I can guarantee you, you know one song. Okay. Yeah, uh, The Middle. That song was pretty popular a few years back. Okay. And uh, I mean, that came in the radio all the time. Yeah, uh, that Jimmy Eat World. it's pretty popular. Okay. I have, my favorite band is Pearl Jam. Mm hmm. And... I have concert tickets. I, well, I've had concert tickets for the past two years to a show in Vienna. It's been postponed, but hopefully next year it will, it will happen. But Eddie Vedder, he came to Berlin twice, and I've gone to both those shows in the last mm. like two years. Let me think. I think my last concert was Metallica. Wait, you, I remember you went to the Rammstein concert in Dresden. Yeah. You saw Metallica after that? I think that was after that. Where did you see them? Uh, in Berlin. Ooh. Berlin. You can say Berlin. I can say Berlin. <laughs> With the, the German accent. <laughs> Dude, Metallica is huge. Oh, they are. They're good. Okay. I like the music. So you can sing along at the concert to all the Metallica songs. Like, you know, you know the lyrics. I wish. No. Uh... I think I went to Metallica with my brother and my dad. They are huge Metallica fans. Okay. Even though they don't understand a single word. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 
the music translates, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I uh, went along as uh, know some of the words. Do you saw much? You saw like uh, Rammstein with your Rammstein? Rammstein. No, it's a German band, so he can. I think he can say Rammstein. You saw Rammstein with your father in Dresden too, right? Yeah. Dude, your father is a cool dude. <laughs> he is. Okay. Good music taste. Okay. Big Beatles fan. Big Beatles fan. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. now that I think of it, another uh, good example uh, for my English experience uh, was like a rock fan all my life. Okay. Thing uh, I became six, I uh, heard my first uh, Linkin Park album. Okay. And from that, it was rock all the way. Okay. And I was never really a big hip hop fan. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I'm not a fan of beats and stuff like that. Anyway, I uh, was never a big uh, hip-hop fan okay. because uh, of the style of music and the sound. Mm-hmm. But uh, when my English became better, I uh, sort of uh, found some hip-hop artists I uh, kind of enjoyed okay. because of the lyrical content. Who is someone that you would listen to? Uh, like NF. Okay. I don't know who that is. It's like a really, really sad rapper. Okay. <laughs> uh, DMX. I know DMX. Um, he just passed away. Mm, all right, yeah. Who else? Eminem. Eminem's fantastic. Yeah. Even I have trouble understanding him sometimes. But he's just. <laughs> yeah. I like. I. You know. Eminem, uh, that's a. That's a good. Pretty fast. That's a good really, party really song. Fast. Though. You can put on an Eminem song like. You know, on the weekend, and it like. Dun, 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 dun. I mean, stuff like uh, what's it called? Uh, Lose yourself. Uh huh. That is pretty motivational. Okay. I think for, uh, I'm still not a fan of beats. Mm-hmm. It's just not my kind of music. Uh, but for the lyrical content, there's some stuff I really can enjoy. Okay. So kind of my English experience adds to my all-around experience of music. Yeah, exactly. could say that. It's another level of genius. <laughs> ah. No, that's, that's fascinating. So like, yeah. And it's it's music, it's cinema, art. Well, it's art. I mean, not art, art, but define art. art. Yeah, define <laughs> art exactly. Define art. Um, gaming. That's a well-rounded education. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I can really recommend it to everyone who listens. Start gaming. So. The friends, okay, do you still have friends from your, uh, who do you hang out with? Who, 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 are, who are your friends? Friends from high school or friends from the uh, apprenticeship program? Mm, well, I have my best friend I know him from kindergarten. Okay. And other than that, a uh, few friends, well, I don't know, not so much friends. I have a lot of people I know. Acquaintances? Acquaintances. Okay. With your best friend from kindergarten, do you guys ever speak English together? Yeah. Okay. Mainly because he likes to, I don't know, rub it in. <laughs> okay. Because? It, because he's really good at English. Okay. Maybe it's just like, were you born in Wolfen? Yep. Okay, maybe it's a Wolfen thing. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. <laughs> But other than that, I mean, I have my colleagues, mm-hmm. which I... Uh, I spend a lot of time with. And yeah, 
mostly some people I met on the internet. Okay. What about traveling? Do you, where do you travel that you need English? Or where have you traveled that you needed English when you went on vacation? Well, not exactly need, but uh, I don't know, you can speak English in pretty much every country in the world. Right. All around the globe. But when you left Germany, yep. where did you go? Mm. Or where have you been, I guess? I was uh, with my family in Greece, for example, two times. Okay, you need English. First time I was very young, mm -hmm. I couldn't speak a word of English. Mm -hmm. But uh, the second time, I know in the city, uh, there were some places where it was useful. Okay. So you were translating, basically, for your family. Yep. Okay. And where else? That's pretty much it. Okay. I've never been a big traveler. But what's the next? Okay, so we've been in this pandemic for more than a year. Are you are you planning a next vacation somewhere kind of big to like get out of the city, get out of the country? I mean, sure. Where would you like to go? Hmm. Well, there are a lot of places. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to see the States. Okay. Uh, really, really wanted to see Japan. Okay. Basically, uh, because of all the gaming stuff, mm -hmm. the nerd stuff. But also, like, uh, Kyoto, okay. the temple city. Okay. That would be pretty interesting. So, in America, what would be your first destination? <sighs> That's a good question. I mean, I always wanted to kind of uh, take my friend and uh, go on a road trip. Okay. Across the States. Yeah, why not? That would be pretty cool. Don't know if it ever comes to that, but uh, it's good to keep that in mind. I mean, someday maybe. Dude, that sounds that sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah, like but, uh, for like the first vacation in the states, I think something like New York City. Okay, just Big Apple. Hmm. <laughs> I might edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, arranging, like, you know, buying some kind of a used car, right? And, like, landing. I think you can also rent Meeting with them. I mean, you can buy a car for, like, you know, $2,000. Yeah, but... Uh, make I it across know. to California, drive across. But if across. it's, like, a road trip in the States, it has to be some kind of muscle car, I think. Okay, so, you, okay, so you're going to go on a vacation. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. it would be pretty cool, like... Uh, Ford Mustang or a Dodge Charger, something like that, just uh, right across the country. Yeah. No, driving across the country, cool. like, you know, seeing all the sights, camping, meeting people, you know, that's a fantastic trip. I wonder how, how long do you think that would take? Like, how much time would you take <sighs> to do that trip? A lot. Well, uh, I know, uh, I googled that sometimes. You need a few days. Mm -hmm. And uh, even uh, with like a week, you're barely anywhere you're just on the road the whole time if you drive so you need at least i don't know two three weeks if yeah, you want to really uh, enjoy it and stay like in the place yeah for more than a few hours if you drive straight with like you know shifting with partners like driving taking turns four days minimum yeah but uh, i mean you do, don't want to just drive right but with a friend i would say three weeks i mean you want to Day somewhere you I don't know 
Yeah. A few motels, a few cities. Yeah, dude, there's lots of... I mean, you need uh, at least a day or two uh, in every big city of just course. to look around. Yeah, okay. So... Are you interested in, like, national parks or big cities? Mm, both. Okay. I well, mean, then, uh, uh, yeah, New York is fine, dude. New York is fine. Yeah. Uh, you have Seattle mm -hmm. with a space needle. That's where Pearl Jam's from. <laughs> What's else? Uh, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. San Francisco, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Okay. But you also have also a Yellowstone National Park. Exactly. The Grand Canyon. Right. There are a lot of places yes. you could visit. Okay. So I don't know. Even if uh, you do a road trip, you, I don't know if you could really uh, squeeze it all in one trip. Okay. Maybe if you really uh, plan it out and have like a big road map. It would just depend. And, okay, so being at this level of proficiency with your English, does that give you more confidence to tackle that trip? Yeah, definitely. Do you think if you didn't speak as well as you do, would, that, would you be more apprehensive to take that step and buy that ticket? Or would you still go? I wouldn't do it at all. Okay, you wouldn't do it I don't it know, at it's all. just something like, uh, I don't know, the feeling of being lost, mm -hmm. a place far away from home. Okay. And uh, I don't know, just uh, imagine having an accident or something like that. Then that you, you stand there on the road and you don't know really what you uh, want to say, what you have to talk about, dude, what to do. That, uh, that is like a whole trip. You're, you're describing my world in Germany right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I'm waiting on the day that I get stopped by the cops for either I'm doing some kind of violation or I'm not doing a violation and, you know, seeing what that conversation I've imagined that conversation many times while driving. But I wonder what that first conversation is going to sound like, like, <laughs> oh, man, I'll say, do you want to see my driver's license, sir? And he's going to say, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> No, that's funny, dude. Um, wow. Yes, the driver's license, please. <laughs> <laughs> so what is... Okay, we, so we've talked about the past. We've talked about the present. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the future. Yeah. What's in your future as far as, like, work, career... Where do you see yourself in 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 ten years? Oh, I hate that question. Okay, let's let's okay. Well, no, no, that's, we don't that's have to fine. Answer. Yeah. It's just like uh, I'm not really a p uh, guy who makes plans. Okay, I just like take it, whatever mm -hmm. comes at me. Okay, uh, I have a few plans. Sure, uh, like uh, last year I made my driver's license for a motorcycle. Okay, so I wanna really really wanna drive a Harley Davidson. Okay. That's like a, I don't know, childhood dream. Sure. And other than that, yeah, I wanted to travel more. I mean, uh, all my life until now, I uh, always like wanted to save money. Mm -hmm. Never really traveled that far. I've been like in three other countries okay. in my life. Okay. And yeah, I wanted to change that maybe. And you've been saving money since you were 16? No. I uh, was pretty, uh, I don't know, 
I threw out a lot of money for stuff I didn't need. Okay. Most of my life. Okay. What's okay? That's it. Okay. Let's come back to the question of fiscally responsible. But what's the stupidest thing you ever bought that you were like, okay, <laughs> I really want this, and then like you had buyers. We call that buyer's remorse, right? As soon as you buy it, you're like, oh, why did I get this thing? Oof. Ooh, there's a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Try like to make a top ten. <laughs> That's just too much stuff. I mean, uh, there were a time where I really uh, bought pretty much every video uh, video game that was like remotely interesting to me. Okay. So and how many? So this goes back to the gaming days. Oh yeah. How at, at the highest point of your collection, how many games did you have? Oof, I don't know, 40, 50, 60. Okay, let's say 60. I don't count <laughs> anymore. Okay. But uh, no, there uh, was um, uh, sometimes day when I thought, wow, that game is new, looks good. Mm -hmm. Didn't really research it at all. Bought it, uh, game sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was really bad. Okay. I played it for like two hours and I paid like 60 bucks. Okay. And uh, I remember another point where I just bought a game, mm -hmm. looked good. I think it's still brand new somewhere in my, uh, yeah. In your inventory? In my inventory. Yeah. <laughs> I never opened it. Okay. That's like, I don't know, five or six years ago. What's something else you bought that you regretted afterwards? Hmm. Something well, big, mostly like big, big. Not, not really big. Not a 60-year-old game, like something that costs like thousands. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, if, it, uh, if it's about big stuff, I think um, I'm really responsible with mm -hmm. my money. Okay, that's good. It's more like uh, the... Small stuff. Many, many, many little things, yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't just like one game or one DVD or one CD. It was like... Dozens of them. Okay. So mostly in the entertainment arena. Yeah, mostly entertainment. Arena. I think maybe one or two uh, stuff like uh, clothing. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I think I uh, bought a jacket mm -hmm. someday mm -hmm. for 150 bucks. Okay. Which I don't think it's that expensive. And it all. wasn't yeah. that good looking. Okay. But I wanted it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So let's go back to the other question about being fiscally responsible. When did you start becoming better at managing your income or salary or money? Um, there wasn't an exact point where I just thought to myself, well, now I need to save money. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like more gradual prod, uh, process. Okay. It was, I don't know, first uh, the little stuff uh, uh, fell apart. Then, I don't know. Let me rephrase that. Um, it was more like a gradual proce uh, process. Okay. Um, first the little stuff, then more of the little stuff, and uh, eventually I didn't ba uh, bought anything that I wasn't sure I would really use. Okay. I mean, for me, I became more fiscally responsible when I came to Germany. Hmm. But when I, when I flew from Turkey to here, I had to ask my parents for $1,000 to help me get here. Whoa. So I've been here four years, going on almost five. And this is the first time in my life I can say that I have 
a decent amount of money saved according to what I earn. <laughs> yeah. And I have a par- I have, but I have a partner, so we're both putting into the savings account. But I'm sort of happy. I'm, I mean, if I, if I would have had this, you know, attitude when I was your age. Could have saved a lot more. I'd be huh? living the high life by now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I gotta admit, uh, it's also on the count of Corona. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of opportunities to spend money, yeah. so that really plays into my cards. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yep. Well, dude, man, like you know, I think this has been a fantastic interview. Think. What do you think? Mm, it was good. I mean, you've really gone through all these different stages, but I still think you're a secret genius. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think my English is that very impressive. I mean, I sometimes have uh, still trouble finding words. But uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Do you read? It's, yeah. It's also like uh, I don't have any trouble understanding English. Uh-huh. I mean, I uh, watch movies in English. Right. I read books in English. Okay. The time I read, it's... Very rare, but uh, it's there. Okay. Uh, no, like uh, all my entertainment is in English. Uh-huh. So I don't really have any trouble understanding English. Right. But I don't have the opportunities I had before speaking English. Okay. That's one of the things uh, why I uh, attended the class. Okay. Just not to lose it, like you said. Yeah. Okay. And uh, also improve it because if I never speak it, I mean, I still understand it probably, but I need practice speaking. Okay. So I don't really attend the classes to learn something. It's just for small talk. Okay. <laughs> It's just the opportunity uh, one time a week or every other every week. Every two weeks, yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, so we can talk a bit. I mean, it's fun. Well, Tobias, I appreciate you taking the time to drive 22 kilometers, maybe 24 kilometers. Oh, it wasn't that much. To come in today in this you know, in our studio, our humble studio, to participate in this interview. No, wait, wa- wasn't there some question? Was there another question? I don't know. I think we got almost everything, but it feels like some one was missing. Do we miss one? I don't know. So, Tobias, for any of our listeners out there who are, who are wanting to improve their language skills, right, and perhaps they just don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've had English in high school, like you, and then they haven't used it, but unlike your genius ability to retain information, they keep forgetting it. What suggestions could you give to them to, you know, start them in the right direction of becoming, re-engaging with the language? Well, I think first of all, uh, or most importantly, is try to make it fun. Okay. It's like if you uh, grab a dictionary and try to memorize all the vocabulary, that's not going to work. Right. And uh, I'm really not a genius. I keep <laughs> forgetting stuff all the time. But uh, I remember there's some words like um, developer. Okay. There was a word uh, specifically for me. I never could have kept that. And uh, I don't know. I was uh, watching a show, Mr. Robot. Okay. And uh, the word fell all the time. I couldn't memorize it. <laughs> And I uh, knew at the time I had a dictionary on my phone. Mm-hmm. I always looked it up. And yeah, I mean, three, four, five times. And sometimes you need that 
But uh, like after the sixth time, it sticks. Right. So just like memorizing, 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 and yeah. then you get it. And try to do it in a fun way, okay. like watching a series, watching a movie, reading a book. Yeah. Something uh, that uh, suits your lifestyle. I mean, for me, it's uh, perfect because I like entertainment. Right. I think I listened to one podcast uh, with uh, Claudia. What's yeah. her name? Uh -huh. That was pretty fun. So you liked it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's also, uh, I remember one incident where I, I was asked uh, what I do for my English experience. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said the same thing, like, uh, well, I watch movies in English. And I uh, uh, suggested, well, try Just yeah. make German subtitles. You can read everything you need to know and you just hear it mm -hmm. and subconsciously memorize it, probably. Yeah. And they always th uh, say the same thing. Well, uh, you can do that because you understand it. And uh, I don't know. I'm tired of explaining <laughs> that it's actually the other way around. Right. I don't do it because I understand it. I understand it because I do it. Right. It's that simple. Just repetition. Just and I'm keep on doing it. No, I'm glad that you mentioned Claudia's podcast because in that podcast, when I asked her, like, do you think you go on these cruise ships to, I, like, why do you? And she said, like, I, what was the question? I said, is English important in your cruising activities? And she said, it's the only reason why we take cruises is so we can communicate in English. Or that was... Claudia, I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's what you said. But and that struck me as like, you know, that's pretty cool. And just like you said, you know, that's again, it's a very simple truth, but it's honest. Yep. It's I just think it's simple practice. Yeah. Okay. If you keep on doing something, you get better eventually. Yeah. Okay, I think we can end on that note then. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. It's a nice ending. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Enlingua Podcast, live from Dessau. We hope you stay tuned for more episodes.